Good morning. You're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. So welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are with Codal Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is correct. It's a new year. Yes, 2022. And now we spend the next three months remembering that we have to actually write the correct date. Oh, yeah. That's always a challenge. Hmm? But the best thing about the, you know, some challenges is new year, new things. So we always make some goals throughout the year. I think in the second hour, we'll talk a little bit more about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. But if we've got new goals for better sleep, we've got the perfect guest for that. We've got Mattress by Appointments. So we got Jeremy and Jessica. Yeah. They're the owners for Mattress by Appointments. So Hello. welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so this is all great. Okay, so Mattress by Appointments. So first of all, where are you guys located? We are at 1111 West Grand Avenue in Wisconsin Rapids, right next to Quality Foods in the West Grand Plaza. Okay. And right behind the BP station. Yep, right next to them. Okay. Across the street from Dairy Treat. All right. So mattress by appointments. So how did that all get started? Oh, I'll let you take this one, honey. Oh, okay. Well, it was several years ago. We um, we purchased a mattress actually from a place similar to ours, and okay, we had been selling on Amazon um, for a while, and some of our Amazon coworkers, I guess you could say, um, they started their their mattress by appointment and I guess I just reached out and I thought it was a really really fun thing you know like we could do it in the time off um that we had Mm -hmm. you know so it wasn't um demanding we could still do our other job and still tackle this really we just we were going through lots of mattresses like we were so sick and tired of it like Every year and a half, two years or something like mm-hmm. that, we'd be replacing our bed. We just couldn't get it right. So we were looking at doing it a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. We get better deals, and then we can pass the deals along to the community. So yeah. You don't have to wait for a mattress. We've got them in stock. Um, there's no ordering a mattress. You don't have to wait a month or more. Or longer. Yeah, right. Longer. <laughs> you can take it home or have it delivered um, Yeah, that night usually. Okay. So with mattress by appointments... It kind of is self-explanatory. So this is not, you don't have store hours where you're open from nine until seven o'clock at night. So it's not like a traditional shopping store. So how does that all work as far as I want to come take a look and how do we do that? So you can either um, give me a call. You can message me on our business page, Mattress by Appointment Wisconsin Rapids or my cell, which is 715-630-7324. Uh, get a hold of me or my wife and let us know what size you need. We'll, we'll let you know what we got, you know, our starting prices and we'll try and set up a time. Um, cause we, that's what we do. We set up times to meet with families one-on-one, you know, check out what we got. I got beds on display you can lay on, um, and beds in plastic you can take home with you right after you pick one out. And it is kind of nice. You really took the time. We got our mattress through you guys mm-hmm. and you really did take the the time to find out how do we sleep? So, you know, we side sleepers, we sleep on our back, you know, that sort of thing of trying to fit how we sleep to the correct mattress instead of just going, oh, well, that's a pretty one and, or that's a reasonably (laughs) priced one. So that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. And then you also have the pillows too. So there's also other accessories that Mm -hmm. go with. Yes. And they all, like we've tried them all. The side sleeper (laughs) pillows we have, I absolutely love them. I'm I was going to say, sleeper. I love mine too. <laughs> you know? uh, cooling sheets. My wife sleeps hot. Mm-hmm. So we've got the cooling sheets, uh, cooling protectors, cooling pillows. Uh, everything we sell, we believe in. Okay. And we can get all the sheets right there. So if we wanted yep. to come in and, you know, get them, they're right there in stock. Because yes. I know that you also have the pillows that you can put the essential oils with as well. I did. I haven't been able to get those. They have been very difficult to get a hold of. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I'll i get them again. I just don't know when. <laughs> probably when all the container ships offload. Okay. They'll probably be available again. <laughs> all right. Excellent. I think we're all waiting for a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah everything's tied up. So what other items do you guys have? So do... Uh, 
I know when we bought our mattress, it was just the mattress. And most of the time, most people think of when they get a mattress, it's going to be the mattress and then a box spring. Can you kind of explain how that is not the case? Yes, that's a good question. Um, So I have high rises. They're high rise platform. They replace the need for a box spring and a frame. They are more durable. They they fold up into almost nothing. If you got to move, you move the bedroom. they're more durable. I don't know if I just covered that. Um, and they're the same price as a box spring. You know, if you get it with a mattress, same yeah. price. So I sell a whole lot of the the um, platforms. Yeah, people also. really like those a lot better than the, the box springs. And that's one thing that we didn't realize when we bought our mattress. Because we just took off the old mattress and put the new mattress right on top mm-hmm. of the old box spring. Because we're like, the box spring is fine. You know, right. just the right. mattress that's worn out yeah. yeah right and then we realized no this is not made for that it's <laughs> different i think our first night we just all of a sudden woke up like in this complete sweat because there was no breathing because oh. it was sitting on that box spring oh. and we're like oh my gosh this is a much hotter mattress than the last time i'm like what did we do wrong here and so we took the old box spring off and then just put the mattress down we're like okay this is much better and it made i a big think this difference. is a the correct theory right mm-hmm. nice yeah, yeah. It, it would allow it to breathe a lot better than on a mm-hmm. box spring yep mm-hmm. uh, we also have adjustable bases uh those are we don't have a whole lot of those left now those have been going really quick or really fast uh but yeah we have some twin xls queens kings and then box springs and traditional frames we also have some upholstered bed platform beds uh i don't know if you saw them you came to the fabric i think so yes board footboard yeah we have a couple of those available too. now do you guys do like bunk beds when you talk about frames do you do like the bunk bed or don't do bunk beds just kind of the traditional two rails yeah yeah we don't have we don't do the the furniture like that yet um someday i'm hoping we'll get into it at least a little bit because we like cheap furniture too right especially when the kids are young and you know, it's going to go through a lot of abuse mm-hmm. and it's. Yeah. Everything's parkourable in our house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like cats jumping from one uh-huh. piece of furniture right. to the other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Floor is lava and all that other <laughs> <Yep>. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, excellent. Do you do also food times? I know that, you know, college, college kids, you know, they always go off and that's the first thing they always ask for is, well, I need a futon. Do you do those? Yeah, we don't. We don't. Um, we, we don't have any access to anything of quality for a futon mattress. Um, I don't even know where to get one of those unless you're buying the whole thing together. That we do sense. have um, customizable size yeah, mattresses. There's custom mattresses. Um, like for campers, things like that, because people look for queen shorts versus the standard queen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hit or miss. <laughs> now, do you guys take the old mattresses from from homes? Do you collect those, or is do we collect those? What do we do? <laughs> Everybody's so, always looking for a free mattress, so mm-hmm. um, we we really recommend um, that they they post it on on Facebook if they're looking to just get rid of it. No sense in throwing it in the the landfill. You know, there's always somebody somebody in need. Um, get some more life out of it. Yeah. Okay. Someone's always looking for something that's better than the floor. Mm-hmm. And even if their mattress has got a bunch of divots and it looks like a wave, and I mean, somebody will sleep on it. They're okay with it. Okay. Do you know of any like places that do take them? Um, I'm thinking like the for veterans, for the homeless shelters. Is there, do you have like a list of? We've called around and we've asked and we just, we haven't found a good, um, a good fit. For them, like we haven't found people that are willing to take them. Um, and once they're in somebody's house, it's a little what difficult. else goes with it? Cost yeah. with cleaning it, sanitizing it, right. to be able to give it to someone else. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you just list it on marketplace, I mean, people will find it. They'll they'll even come pick it up. So it's you don't have to mess with it at all. So speaking of picking up the mattresses, when we buy a new one from you guys, do you deliver? We do deliver. Uh, sometimes same day. My deliveries are done typically after my appointments are done for the day. Um, sometimes if something happens and I have extra time in between, I'll 
squeak one out before I get back and sell some more beds. Uh, but yeah, yep, delivery's available. So I know we picked up ours with the pickup truck because we had the pickup truck there, and mm-hmm. that just seemed to be convenient. Yeah. Yep. We give out straps. Dude, did you just say that? Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. I think that's a good point. We have ratchet straps. We have ratchet um, straps. I've helped hundreds of people strap them to the top of their vehicle or whatever. We, we make it work. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I I even have some that come in a box. I've had people leave with two beds and two high-rises in their car, and they didn't need delivery, whereas they thought they were going to before they came in. Um, yeah, it's really funny what you can fit in, in a car, yeah. a regular mm-hmm. car. <laughs> Well, following you on the Facebook a bit, and your social media works very well. You, you're doing a good job with that. It's really fun to see, you know, the people who have came in and how the mattress kind of goes with them in that, right. that yeah. regard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pictures yes, are the, the, the fun part. Pictures, the like signs. That. We have fun with the signs. Um, yeah, it's it's just fun. It's It's a whole experience. Mm-hmm. Is there any like special care that we need to do with mattresses? Protect them. Uh, <laughs> mattress protector, uh, five sided one is probably one of the best ways to protect it. Uh, not eating or drinking in bed, probably another way to do that. But I mean, things are unavoidable. You exercise on mattresses, they're going to get dirty. So you're going to want to protect them. Okay. Do we still need to rotate? I mean, I remember, you know, back in the day, you know, Grandma always told you when you change the sheets, you rotate the mattress and then you flip it and right. then you rotate it again. So that way it lasts longer. I mean, is that mm-hmm. still a theory or is it not really anymore? Less flipping, more rotating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of flippable ones um, anymore. So now they now they rotate. Okay. But, yeah, you can yeah, rotate same, them, same um, but. I mean, mattresses, they're going to wear out just like your shoes are, your truck tires, your house. Um, yeah, rotating, it'll it'll help it. It'll help it uh, come back and last you a while. Um, life expectancy on a mattress is, is three, eight years? But... Uh, so it's... Uh, of course, it, yeah, I mean, everybody so well, wears it different. Yeah. yeah. Is what I've been hearing is 68 years... Is what you should expect out of a mattress. Okay. Um, I know they certainly don't all last that long. Um, I'd say most of my mattresses do have warranties, ten years or more. Oh. So there's always that if something does happen where, you know, it's something that would be a manufacturer issue, like a big divot in the bed or it starts falling apart. Uh, there are warranties for that, and you know, you let me know, fill out a couple things, and um, I send the stuff into the manufacturer for you. Go to fight for you, and I get you a new mattress. Nice. Yeah, that's real good. I, I know a lot of people who have had their mattress for, like, 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it would be time for them to change it out. Well, so. and, two, it's a different style, or it's a different type of mattress that most oh, yeah. people are used to. So if it's been 10 to 15 years, and all of a sudden you get the new, because, you know, you've got the memory foam now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing I hear is... Well, it's memory foam. It's not like it was back in the day. Right. So having that memory foam is just, it sleeps different. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of getting used to the new style of mattress. Right, right. Oh, and thir- 20, 30 years ago, I don't think they even had pocket coils and stuff like that, you know. So now there's motion transfer, you know, less motion transfer issues than there was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 20, 30 years is way too long. Yeah. Plus, it's so heavy. You know how many dust mites you have in there? <laughs> <laughs> it gets so heavy. Another body contaminants, just mm-hmm. everything Sweat. like that. Yeah. Yep. Now, if you have a waterbed, that, uh-huh. that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother topic. <laughs> so are you supposed to vacuum? Because I know on Facebook several years ago, there was that whole entire thing where you're supposed to vacuum the mattress yet, too. And there's the baking soda theory to do you remember back remember some of those i I can't say that i've ever thrown baking soda on my bed (laughs) yeah i mean i i honestly don't know if any of that stuff works okay um shouldn't have to with the protector yeah i mean you got the protector there's uv cleaning now there's spray sanitizing stuff that people can do i I honestly don't know. Okay. I would think with 
you know, having a good mattress pad and protector is something you can wash and launder. Mm-hmm. Right. That would take care of a lot of that. Yeah, they've got encasements, too, you know, that you sure. can go all the way around and zipper it up. So then, you know, yeah. keeping stuff um, out. Mattress protectors, they, you really wouldn't have to clean your bed with the protector on it. So right. it keeps all the stuff off your bed. Mm-hmm. You know, you get two of those. So if you take one off to wash it, you can throw one on right away. So there's no chance of, like, a dog jumping up there with muddy feet or an accident or something. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of that, you know, with the, the pets and... Mm-hmm. Pet hair and oh, pet yeah. dander and everything else as well. Yeah, and pets like to chew holes in beds. Yeah, that, that happened. Quite I hear a, few a lot times. of. I hear a lot of that. It happens a lot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just dogs like, eat beds. <laughs> yeah, dogs, cats. Yeah. They just tear holes in it and get in the bed, and it's probably <laughs> and they warmer. Need a bed. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> when it smells like they're human, so they want to be close to us. Yeah. Right. I suppose. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so why did you choose Wisconsin Rapids to have the business in? Well, that's where we lived, where we live, <laughs> lived. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in the area. I went to school in Nakusa. Uh, I mean, I moved away for a couple of years, came back to Rapids and I've been here ever since. Uh, Jess has, well, she was born in Oklahoma. Yeah. but that does Essentially really spent her life here. Yeah. And went to Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're just we're here because this is where we live and this is our home. And okay, that makes we sense. We really didn't expect it to take off the way it yeah, did. We, we really thought we were going to get a truckload, find our bed, and then you know get rid of the rest of them, mm-hmm. and then be done. Kind of like a pampered chef or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, like we we're just going to get one big order and. And be done with it, but yeah, I was really, how many beds do people really buy? Yeah, a lot if they're not ex- as expensive as is retail, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, well it, and as, as we kind of found, you know, the kids move away to college, so they're in the dorm. Work. So then you get rid of the twin bed because well, mm-hmm. they moved away, mm-hmm. and then the next year they're like, oh, well, I'm coming home for the summer, and you're like, oh shoot, I gotta go find <laughs> you a gave bed. Away your bed, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then they live off campus, so now they take that bed. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. away, and you're like, okay, well, when you come home, now I got to go get another bed. Yep. So you're already three beds in by the time that they're 19, 20, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we speak from experience with that one. Right. <laughs> yeah, we sold quite a few uh, guest beds coming up to the well before Christmas, end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people were pretty excited that, you know, they come pick something out and they got to take it home because, you know, they had company coming that day yeah. and they needed something for them to sleep on. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing too is they're they're good quality mattresses. So this is not mm-hmm. like you know what we found the most cost effective company out there. Right. These are decent quality mattresses. Yet too, it yeah. just has a really nice price tag to it. Right. So that way it's a, a little bit more attractive. Oh yeah, we're we're not there all day long. You know, like at some of the retail stores, you know, you've got you got to pay somebody to sit there. You got to pay them to watch TV and wait for a customer to come in. So. You know, it really does make quite a difference, mm-hmm. you know, meeting by appointment. Yeah. Are there any particular days or times that you're just like, no, this, we, we don't do appointments then, it's just family time? or Sunday. Sunday. Sunday is our family day. Okay, good. Yep. We rarely, rarely ever do a Sunday. We'll do it if we, you know, if we take a day off during the week or something like that to do something else, then we might pick up some time Sunday if, if there's a lot of, a lot of demand, but mm-hmm. yep. Mostly Sunday is usually pretty, pretty set for family day. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. You need to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are there popular times, dates and times that people tend to call in and ask for? Uh, Friday, Saturday, I'd say are our busiest days. Yeah. Okay. Well, that works out for you guys then. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, sometimes in the evenings we'll get pretty busy if we have a lot of people needing a bed, but they work late. Mm-hmm. Um, so we stay Twice a week, we'll stay late to meet with people that are that are working late. Um, yeah, otherwise, six days a week, we're available mm-hmm. by appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Which I found quite interesting because um, we were at your ribbon cutting because mm-hmm. you guys were at chamber members. Right. And so when we were looking for it, I went over there. I'm like, oh, mattress by appointments. I'm like, they have mattresses. And I'm like, went there. I'm like, the door is locked. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm like. Kind of dawned on me. I'm like, mattress, you buy by appointment. appointment. <laughs> it's kind of straightforward. Yep. Yeah. 
you can't go unless you have an appointment. Right. <laughs> that is a question we do get a lot, though. You know, they'll, they'll message us or call us, do you really need an appointment or can I just stop in? Yep. I know yep. we were just explaining that. I'm like, it's <laughs> the name is like literally the steps of what you need to do. You need a mattress. Right. It's by an appointment only. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty neat that you guys can be able to be a little bit more flexible with the kids and their schedules and being able to make it to their activities yet too at the same time of being able to accommodate other families. Because like you said, it's kind of like, oh, shoot, grandma's coming to town and now we got to get a bed. Right, right. For sure. So are you looking forward to any growth or expanding the business at all or offering new things in this uh, upcoming year? Well, I, I don't know. What do you I'm think? I'm always yeah. thinking like that. I mean, we're always <laughs> trying to grow. We're always looking to grow. Okay. Um, we just don't know where yet. Okay. Yep. There's furniture. Could do another location. There's, we were thinking, um, like a scratch and dent appliance type thing might be um, a okay. nice compliment to mattresses. But do you see a lot of people coming from like the Rome area to for mattresses, or do you track that of where your yeah. mattresses go? Yeah, we've got we've got every one tracked. Um, yeah, we we get from Rome, Plover, Moston, um, Adams, Wausau, the furthest Lisbon. was Antigo. Yeah. Oh wow. That's that's about the furthest someone's driven. Um, they come. Wow. Yeah, quite a few from Marshfield, Plover Point, some from Wausau. Mm-hmm. A lot from the area here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like all over. Opaca, Coloma. Mm-hmm. Because I know just, uh, around our, our lakes area, um, specifically here, because, you know, Nepco, Petenwell, and, you know, the golf course areas, there's a lot of uh, seasonal people right. living in, you know, or they're, they're maybe moving from their second home into this new property as a second home or putting right. it up as a short-term rental, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. We've had some Airbnbs and some traveling mm-hmm. nurses and all, all sorts of... Yeah, we had a couple traveling nurses recently. That was something new for me i didn't know that was a thing up until recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah sold some beds to traveling nurses we did some at the fire department or mm-hmm. ambulances and stuff like that um, we worked with the county a bit um and they came to us for um yeah that was a couple of years ago yeah the the families and needs and stuff around mm-hmm. here so yeah we've worked with quite a few a few different places, outfitted hotels. Um, we had some hotels like in Marshfield and stuff mm-hmm. like that that came. Yeah, so we can do it all. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so what's the best way to get a hold of you guys again? So you can call me, 715-630-7324. Uh, you can text the page, biz- or the business page, Mattress by Appointment, Wisconsin Rapids. Um, any of our ads on Marketplace. Mm, you just really got to type in anything bad and we should pop up for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you're over on West Grand Avenue, kind of by the IGA. Yep. Right next to them. Right. Still in the, in the West Grand Plaza where the big white building. Cool. You got anything else? I'm pretty good. I got nothing else. Well, thanks guys for coming over. Thanks for having no us. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> Getting your mattress by appointment. And it is very simple. You send that send Jeremy a text and he's there and then you go pick out a mattress. And if you're not too sure, if you're shopping around and you're gonna go visit other places, you can come back and get the mattress if you like it there versus other places. It was fun. It was fun to go. Great thing is Jeremy's a Star Wars person too as well. So he's got a lightsaber at the store. Well goodness. See, we we could have talked to him about that and Got a story behind that. Wasn't sure if his wife would be willing to talk about the lightsaber, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Of course, I'm the one who's going to point. I'm going to notice things like that. And mm-hmm. uh, and that's okay. It is. It's part of who you are. Yep. The, um, really, I think the mattress is, it's like shoes. You know that 
you need new shoes sometimes. And so a lot of people just get a new pair of shoes because they're finally worn through, mm-hmm. you know, and what's that, what's that tipping point? So knowing, you know, an average, average mattress should only be lasting six, maybe eight years. And then really you should reassess. I should probably get a new mattress then because mm-hmm. we we've, we've heard stories we've seen, we've got relatives and friends and it, the mattress is one of the least thought about things, I think, in the house. So, And if you count how many hours you actually spend in bed, it, you go through it quicker than what you think. Yeah, it seems, you know, w- yeah, run the hours. It's a third of your life mm-hmm. you know, if you sleep eight hours a day. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of time. And we also ha- found that really, really the different mattress types and firmnesses, it, it, goes with your sleep and how restful it is and what your body is comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So please spend some time thinking about your mattress. Yeah. Now, if you need an excuse to get a new mattress, you know, the best one is to get a new house. Exactly. I think that's what we did. We got a new house right. and got a new mattress. Which is perfect. Right. Because you usually, um, if we look at the, uh, the number of years people spend in their homes, it's between that seven to 10 years. So really... Go buy a house, go get a new mattress. When it's time to get rid of the mattress, go go to go get a new house. Yeah. It's and about kind of ro- kind of rotate your mattress with your with your home. And again, that's a generational thing because the generations that tend to stay in their houses for 30 years, 40 years, are the same ones that had the same mattress for 20 or 30 years. Mm-hmm. So at different lifestyles, different social systems back then versus now so mm-hmm. yeah yeah excellent all right so do you got a uh, some stage styled and blogged for us oh sure we can talk about that all right of course you know because not only is the bedroom and your mattress important but so is your kitchen yes the kitchen is very important i mean there there are really only it's about the other third of your life is where you're going to spend is in the kitchen right and then the other third is going to be in the bathroom mm-hmm. i mean you, you There's think, a small little window of work. But you go to work and bathroom and you have to eat lunch. Very true. So even work is just hardly being in front of a machine or a computer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it like that. Right? <laughs> I get paid for this little time, this little bit of time, and then the rest is bathroom, kitchen, and bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I was going to... It occurred to me that there really are only four rooms in a house. That get used on a consistent basis. The bedroom, the bathroom, the kitchen, and a living space. You know, and what form that living space takes could be the family room or the living room or whatever. Or the you call outside it. world. Yeah. Backyard, den, the workout room. Mm-hmm. You know. It's I, I don't know. Humans are fantastic. And the longer I'm doing real estate with you, it's you see more and you just try to get a different appreciation for how humans live in their little box. And then we go to our little box of a car with wheels on it. And that box takes us to another box where we get money. And then we come back to our home box. Great. We're all living in boxes now. Right. All righty. So our stage style and blog. I have a feeling it's about kitchens. It today. is. We're talking about the textured kitchen island. Ooh. Right. So you get this big box in the middle of your kitchen box called Excellent. an island box. Let's see here. So this one is from the National Association of Realtors, staff editor, Melissa Dittman Tracy. Kitchen islands have been splashed with color that contrast from the main cabinetry. Now the islands are getting more texture too. Right. So we, we've talked a lot about style and trend of mm-hmm. colors in the kitchen. And contrasting maybe, you know, a white countertop with dark cabinets underneath and then white cabinets up on top. And, you know, the black backsplash gets a lot of love because it. what do you do with your backsplash? Right. You know, do you tile it, um, wallpaper, some sort of stucco, you know. Tin. Tin, right? Yeah, especially. Do some metal. Do some metal the, work. The, like the, the range mm-hmm. you know, where you do your cooking. Easy to clean up. So... As islands tend to get bigger, you can start using those as accents into your, you know, more open concept space. Um, If we think about this from an architectural design standpoint of 
the space inside of your home box, right? Broken up into smaller room boxes. boxes. Creating a flow between your kitchen and your living room space. It it's it really has come into that more open concept. And I think in general, that's always going to be moving forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think gone are the old world times of the Victorian homes where you've got everything separate. For, the cookie cutter. For for different purposes. You've got the sitting room, mm-hmm. and that's where you had your sit. You've got your office room where you, you have your desk and your library, right? And then you've got your dining room, and the only thing that you did in the dining room was dine, mm-hmm. right? Now is moved into a newer age where everything is more of a flow. I mean, it, look at the houses that you've lived in with the people you've lived with. You clustered in the dining kitchen area. Correct. Right. So using that kitchen island now, that used to be the location where you would divide those spaces. So now you have an island as kind of still a, an emotional division. You know that the spot on one side is the kitchen. The other spot on the other side is not for the people working in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But you can still have conversation be, uh, above the island. Right. Yeah. So... Let's put some texture in it. So the first one they talk about is herringbone. Ooh. Yeah. Remember what herringbone is? Yes, I do. Okay. If you don't, you know, we can always look it up on the Google. Right. We definitely can Google some of these. So the herringbone pattern, and they're using, in this instance that we see on our picture, let's describe it. Okay. Okay. So the island has an extension where you can sit underneath, you know, kind of like an extended countertop, so it's like a breakfast bar. Okay. If you want to call it that or something. So you're on your stools, but the stools in this example are metalwork and they're they're very thin framed. So you can see right through underneath the island where they've put in a wooden herringbone sort of pattern of, of aesthetic. Excellent. Right. And it's it's white, so it matches with the rest of the cabinets. Yet the herringbone shadow lines create that dimensional aspect to it. So that's a neat neat pattern. Um, the next one is the same sort of area where the pattern is, like behind the stools. But this one happens to be a fluted design. Ooh, a fluted. Yeah. So a lot of people think of like Roman columns. Instead okay. of just being solid cylinders, they've got the hoops in them, the little scoop outs. Those are fluted design. Um, probably made with wood, maybe uh, tin, you know, like a, a metal farmhouse tin. Mm-hmm. I've done that personally, a couple of designs where we wanted like a, a rustic sort of like rat rod workshop area. And so we've got some of that roofing panel and cut it up and use that as a design element in front of uh, a, a bar in that case. Ooh, okay. So again, similar to an island. Um, fluted could also be vertical uh, board and batten almost or or thin strips that are going vertically, but they're squared edge with spaces in between. And especially if you use a, a stained wood, that would contrast or blend however you liked it, you know, with your style, into the rest of the, the, the island. This one that they're showing happens to be just on the face of the back of the island, where there's not a sitting area. Okay. So kind of adds another, you know, another little bit of texture, so it's not just a plain... Slab of wood. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of wood, just general wood accents, but leaving things a little bit more rustic, a little bit more raw. So even in a clean, modern aesthetic kitchen. Adding that little bit of touch of country. Yeah. A little splash. So it kind of breaks up the um, really aseptic, sort of harsh, clean, flat, perfectly like mirror polish. And now you've got this accent of touchy-feely, sort of curly, you know, barn wood. You you can mix it, you can match it. It's that eclectic thing that's going on. Doing it horizontal and, um, or in this other S um, example is vertical underneath the kitchen island. And then you can pair it. There's an example where they've paired it with the coffered ceiling, but on the flat panel of the actual, like, ceiling portion, they've put in, in some of those um, fluted battens as well. Okay. It was really kind of neat. <clears throat> let's do the next one here. It's, uh, let's, let's talk about metal. Like, you, you know, backsplash has metal. Well, maybe we can add some of that 
like brass or copper accent mm-hmm. into our island space as well. All right. I know, kind of interesting. It is. Let's see. The next one is wrapped in marble. Now, when you say marble in the kitchen, what do you think? Sugar work. Countertops, right? The the worktop where you're actually doing mm-hmm. the the cooking and baking and uh, normal people don't call it sugar work. I'm not a normal person. When it comes to kitchen stuff? <laughs> when it comes to kitchen stuff, as soon as you say marble, I think right away sugar work. We're going to be dumping some hot hot sugar on top of a chunk of metal and we're going to be working with said things. A big chunk of marble that's like cool and mm-hmm. climate controlled and it's got... Well, it doesn't really have to be climate control. It's just when you're doing sugar work and you're doing that, the marble actually helps kind of temper it. Sure. So it... It helps with the sugar. It doesn't like instantly cool it down where if you put it on top of a stainless steel, it'll instantly harden where the marble will actually kind of keep it a little bit warm and it will kind of absorb some of that heat, but it's slowly heat. And then it also slowly releases it too. So it doesn't cool instantly. It's really kind of fun to do sugar work on a countertop. So, I mean, it's a little scary the first time that you do it where you're like, here's a gigantic piece of marble. We're going to take this boiling hot syrup. And we're just going to dump it on the, on the chunk of marble. Because you know how expensive the chunk of marble is. Right. You know it. And you're like, okay, please don't like, don't break. Don't, you know, do this. And, but it's fun. It's fun doing sugar work. Let's make some candy. Let's make some candy. All right. But um, less, or I should say uh, an unfinished marble or an unfinished stone mm-hmm. um, has as wonderful texture to it when you feel it. Yes. And so putting that in the island space but again on the back side of the cabinetry so that you know maybe as you push in the stool it's where your knees will be um and like i said these open design these open concepts you can really see that from across the way and so it adds a bit of a texture a dif- different breakup and you can really accent certain parts of your kitchen that way mm-hmm. marble and i'm sure um stone you know like sandstones and doing like a quartz Right. Or the coriander. Cor- coriander is a spice, I believe. I thought there's another. There's there's something. There's a countertop that's like a cross between the two. Right. I think it starts with a C. It, it does. I understand that coriander is a spice. I do get that part, but there's something else. I know, and it doesn't come to me right now either. No, but we are going to be having some kitchen cabinet um, specialists come in later on this year. So we are going to mm-hmm. ask them what that is. And. Th- if, and we're going to refer back to this. If you're screaming at us right now because you're listening and you know what that solid surface countertop is that starts with a C, mm-hmm. go ahead, get on the Facebook and find our post this weekend here. And, and just let us know. And just let us know. Uh, thankfully, these shows are pre-recorded. Yes. So we are in the Wednesday. We're on the uh, actual 4th of January. No, the 5th. The 5th. Cinco de January. Yeah, and it's a beautiful snowy day outside. So that's what we have for putting textures in kitchen. Well, excellent. I know that uh, I keep thinking that we're going to be putting an island or at least a movable island into our kitchen just because of the distance. And I think an an island part would be kind of nice. It could be. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some some reasons why we wouldn't want to do that depending on what you wanted to use the island for. And a lot of that has to do with like you said, sugar work and candy and um, using it as a worktop, a workspace, um, probably wouldn't have power in it because no. it's movable, right? So those are attributes that a standard island could or would have, right? So you could just plug in your mixer and use the island space as, you know, your baking area. Mm-hmm. So it's things to consider. It is. It is. I know that we've got that. Our kitchen is nice and wide. I mean, you can have like four people in the kitchen and you're definitely not going to be in anybody's way and there's going to be like space. Right. So, you know, having some extra linear surface, I realize that once you do that, that pretty much all it's going to do is collect clutter. Yep. So it's just a matter of how often would a movable island be? How practical. And then where are you going to put it? Now, if this is in conjunction with redoing the cabinetry as a whole you know that's that's certainly something to consider but right now with the peninsula that we have off of the 
end of one of the cabinet sides. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be clunky. You know, it might really catch into the dining room space that's mm-hmm. there. So take a look at it. Yeah, it's definitely that some things to come to look forward to, I guess. New things in the new year. I know. Right? Okay, so here's our next one. Okay. So from the National Association of Realtors, Melissa Dittman Tracy, this one is called Three Ways to Spruce Up a Space for Under $500. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the first one here listed is to swap out accessories. So say you've got 500 bucks. Okay. Okay. You can change your entire space. All you need is accessories. Swap out throw pillows, add a new lamp. It'll make you look like you've completely remodeled. Okay, now maybe not completely remodeled, but how much space are taken up by your lamps, those fixtures, and you know throw pillow accessories? I I think a lot. Mm-hmm. The article goes and says you won't take a chance on a blue sofa, but you might take a chance on a couple blue accessory items like pillows or a rug. Swapping out the accessories allows you to be bold and fearless but still remain on a leash and keep your renovations under budget. Like you probably wouldn't tear out all of your kitchen cabinets and replace all of them because that's really expensive, mm-hmm. but maybe paint. Yeah. Maybe change out the faucets, faucets and fixtures, right? Or even do the backsplash. They do, right. you know, they are coming out with some really neat, you know, peel and stick situations where you can just kind of have that new extra little bit of splash. That, you know what, maybe I just want to try it before I invest a lot of money into doing a backsplash like that. Mm-hmm. So doing a, a peel and stick situation, maybe it's an option. And even trying to, like you said, decide where you want to move that design forward in, you know, what direction. Do you do the thin, like half inch mosaic glass tiles? Mm-hmm. Or do you do a standard, you know, like two inch subway tile or this or that or metal? Well, there are less expensive ways to get that. And like you said, a peel and stick sort of um, sticker, almost like wallpaper. Some have a little bit of texture to it. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're pennies on the dollar compared to actually putting up ceramic tile or glass tile. Right. Um, or that full sheet of, you know, stainless like brass, steel. stainless or copper behind the, the stove, right? <clears throat> so you can get the look and see if that look works for you. And then you can go in with the investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also known people like in the kitchen, they maybe don't actually cook a lot. Um, or if they do, it's more like Instapot things. You know, they don't use a lot of flour and it's not messy and greasy and, and all that jazz. So they might want to swap out their aesthetic in their kitchen, you know, every year, every two years. And so that would be a really easy way to do that without investing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, fixtures, uh, as far as faucets, you know, that's another huge one. Um, and they, they're saying you can then go and change that throughout your entire house. Um, so think, you know, faucets in your kitchen. And that, that also opens up to new design styles as well as far as um, options like, you know, where the, the instead of having a separate sprayer, it's just the head that pulls straight out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't have that 15 years ago. Right. And it might be something a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. A little bit more exciting. And then you can move that same design look into your other faucets, you know, and the bathrooms and stuff like that. You know, I guess you could start spending a whole lot of money, but focusing on these small areas and spend just a few hundred dollars, you know, it's the same as not going to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts and getting your coffee for a couple of days. Right. It's, you know, that money can be saved up and upgrade your house. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to list it for sale and you come to us and you say, hey, we just did this faucet upgrade. Yes, everybody's going to be coming through that and looking at that as a buyer, right? They will. Mm-hmm. Next one is updating curtains and blinds, maybe oh. adding a pop of color for contrast. This is my favorite. Curtains and blinds? Curtains and blinds. Okay. The article says one item you can replace to have the largest impact on your space would be to swap out your curtains or a lighter color. 2022 is going to be all about bringing nature into your space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Choose a light, neutral color and incorporate black accents for contrast. Your space will look like brand new. Black accents 
such as a chair or lamp, will really help to accentuate your area. Even swapping out for black handles may add that pop of contrast into a space. Makes Which sense. is what we did um, a couple months ago. Right. So had the drapery vintage circa 1988? I was going like? to go 1972. I don't think it was that bad. Oh, Don't you think they were original to the house? I think they were original <laughs> to the house. I mean, they were the nice, deep, heavy, thick sliding curtains. I mean, you know, where you pull the, the cord and they slide across. Uh-huh. Kind of like the hotel curtains. And then you had a separate track for the shears. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think those were original to the house because I have not been able to find curtains in that style where it's got the little hook in the back where you had to stab it through. And yeah, um, I think those were original to the house. Okay. Well, I can tell you that style of track and curtain with, you know, with the carriers and the individual hooks going behind the fabric curtain was actually very heavily used until about 18 years ago or so. Um, with the upcoming invent of a lot of do-it-yourself, Home Depot, you know, big box stores, mm-hmm. and Amazon, they really, you know, that the trend has gone away from those styles but that was because there was few things that were um, available back then and if you think about it all you really need to do then with those fabric curtains was get a bunch of fabric and sew it together and sink those hooks into the back of it Mm -hmm. and then you could be changing up your style every couple years the problem is people didn't yeah and we definitely wanted to take and change up the curtains especially in the living room because that was i mean we spend a little bit of time in there but they were just, it was just too dark. You know, it made the sure. room kind of dark and kind of smaller. So we wanted to brighten that up. But we had the hardest time trying to find curtains to do, to put in that room. But we managed to find them over at Menards. Okay. And yeah. we found some really nice, they're like a cream, but they also have the vines. So it's got some leaves and some vines kind of embroidered into it. So, I mean, it looks really nice. Again, bringing that nature indoors. Mm-hmm. So at night, we still get a little bit of leaf leaves, a little bit of leafage. And it, it's kind of nice. You can still, the sun comes through, the cat can still see out. I mean, it's important to make sure that our pets can still see through and that way they can keep track of the birds they and can, the neighbors. They can monitor the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And see, you're, you were on trend. On trend. Six months before we, we knew it. Exactly. Right? It was kind of fun. And then you changed out the hardware for how it hangs. Well, we needed to because the track that we had Again, the little, I'm going to call it the little pulley system. I don't know what kind of track it is, but yeah, we had to change that out and was able to find a curtain rod to expand the 10 feet of window space that we have. Right. Mm-hmm. And we put up the appropriate, you know, support brackets in between and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and to be fair, the condition that those window treatments were in, uh, they were starting to deteriorate. And a lot of it was because of the UV coming in from the sun, just breaking down the fabric. So it, it was time. And it it wasn't, it didn't look bad until you brought them all together and you could just see how bad of condition that they were in. Right. Or if you start to move them and and you could start seeing them fall apart, fall apart. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, that's another thing really quick and easy to do. It took us maybe an hour just. Because took we didn't want to about a month to try to find the curtains, then the rod. Well, I mean, it took it took some time. Well, right, but install to, install to do the project wasn't that bad. Yes, and I used a proper step ladder to make sure that I was not trying to balance on chairs and sofas. Yes, yes. While I was in the room, we did use a a good quality step ladder. Mm-hmm. I can't say what you used when I wasn't there because I wasn't there to see it. Nope, still use the uh, the quality step ladder. Proud of you. I know. Proud of you. I know. Okay, so the, the third one here in this article is change up the lighting. Ooh. Um, it says, I love playing with lighting. This is a quote. This feels like one of the best ways to easily refresh a space for me. One fun way to do this is adding an oversized chandelier. This is a great affordable refresh to a room or entryway that will be noticed by guests right away. Unquote. It's from Jessica Harris, Living Spaces Manager of Production Design. So it depends on the room. Depends I was going to say, space. depending on the room. Yeah. I mean, just using the words oversized. Um, we're looking at redoing, you know, our furniture this year and getting rid of the oversized couch and loves 
feet and coffee table so that way we have more floor space. Right. And we don't take out our kneecaps as much in the middle of the night. So now now think of the kitchen area, mm-hmm. kitchen dining. Yep. Um, we had a, on a say, traditional. proper traditional vintage, again, 1970s, 1980s, um, five head up swoop chandelier. We did. And I, I could see how that would have gone with a different style of table underneath it when that style was in style. Mm-hmm. Um, it is no longer not. And it was in our way. And we didn't spend a whole lot of money, but we swapped out the fixtures, uh, the two fixtures in the kitchen dining room area because, I mean, that, that space They're is together. very much together. Um, and it, it changed so much. Mm-hmm. And that project didn't take me long either, probably maybe 45 minutes of light fixture. Right. <clears throat> and it's just now if we wanted to change it a little bit more, we can change the different type of light bulbs. Mm-hmm. Because the light bulbs, right now, I think we have the true white. Correct. Uh, color temperature is close to daylight, so it's like 5,600 Kelvin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my favorite color to just live in, um, but it's really effective for working. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you get a, a good color transfer onto the project that you're doing and such, and it's it's it more reminiscent to daylight. So when you're doing the project, you, you know, probably wouldn't get as tired. But there's a lot of blue color with it. Mm-hmm. which annoys me <clears throat> yes and that's probably why our gray walls look blue a little bit yeah yeah so you know just changing up the light bulbs too mm-hmm. um, if you do have an open chandelier maybe changing from a frosted globe style light bulb to a clear globe with those cool little like edison light bulb squirrely do's in them yes you know yeah tons of options yeah well we even do that outside during the summer Mm-hmm. Summer months, we've got our little Narnia light post outside, and it, we change up the light bulbs so that way we got the flickering. Everybody else in the neighborhood has got like a solid, straight white light, and we've got our little flickering light that's in there, and we do different lights for the different seasons. Well, it still the, flickers. Well, in the wintertime, I like that amber color because I think it's you know reminiscent of the lamp post, you know, being of a, a gas lamp. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just need more light out there because it needs to be purposeful for when you're sh- shoveling snow at 530 at night and it's dark. Right. So welcome to wintertime. But we've also come down to the end of our hour. All right. So y'all stay tuned for more of us as you listen here on WFHR and on the podcast. And if you need more information, head over to MyRapids.com or MyNakusa.com. That's right. We'll talk a little bit about that later. All right, stick around.